teams sit right on the baseline. The big fella from New Zealand. When we cut him off baseline, he started walking in there. Welcome on into the Baseline Podcast. Uh, another team breakdown tonight. We have Kane Burnell, uh, Kane Burnell, Bourbon Street Shots, and we're going to be talking about the New Orleans Pelicans. Kane, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, man. Good. Um, excited to chat the Pels. Uh, we've been planning this for a little while, and it just happened to be that New Zealand's uh, own Stephen Adams got traded, so we'll, we'll chat about that a bit. Uh, I'm just going to rip right in, man. Um, what are your overall thoughts on how the team went in the last season and how you just how you think the team is tracking overall as a franchise at the moment? Yeah, so overall last season, I'd say it's pretty disappointing. Um, team, you just expected to be better. Um, bringing in Eric Bledsoe, um, expecting him to you know, produce at a higher level, um, like all over the floor, like offensively, he just didn't know what he was doing. Defensively, he just didn't look like an all-NBA defensive guy. Um, you know, there was some disconnect with uh, Stan Van Gundy and the players. Um, I didn't think it was all bad, though. There were definitely some positives to take from the season. Um, number one, though, would be uh, Zion getting to handle the ball more, initiating the offense, um, basically just point Zion. Um, so going forward, you know, I think that's pretty uh, like pretty strong thing to ha- already know that you have. You have Zion, you can handle the ball from the perimeter. Um, he's basically unstoppable when he gets going. Um, so you know that yeah. you're not that far away. If you can put the right pieces around him, it's just you're starting to become on a bit of a time crunch with when you have to start competing now. Yeah, yeah. Agreed, man. Yeah. And and I think well like when I look down the roster, I really love the pieces that are there, you know. Like if you said that the the you know, the key pieces are um Ingram, obviously Lonzo Ball, we're not sure what's gonna happen with his restricted free agency, but you've obviously got Zion there, Nikhil um Alexander Walker, um Didi Lazard is another one. I know he's, his deal's non guaranteed. I think that like there's some exciting players there around Zion. Um but yeah, some so maybe some questionable front front office decisions. Let's rip right in and talk about that trade, man. How do you feel? How do you feel overall about um, about the trade that was made yesterday? Uh, I'm not going to go like too harsh. Like I'm not going to go like you know too definitive. It's, yeah. You know, a win or a loss just yet because it's pretty clear it was um, yeah. a move to create cap space. So whatever happens from, yes. from now on, you know, you can crit- criticize the Adams extension, you know, that was, he didn't yeah. play up to the standard that they expected. Um, but moving on from them, they've created the cap space. I don't think moving from 10 to seven is that big of a price to pay when they've got mm-hmm. like they've cut, um, how much was it? 20, 21. Yeah. Roughly 21 million. Um, I don't think it's that. Yeah that much of a price to pay off next year's books. Yeah. 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 Agreed, man. Yeah. And I think, I think that's probably um, where fans, and it's a good point where fans are probably too quick to evaluate moves like 24 hours after a, the, the picks haven't been made yet. You know, you have to wait for the picks to be made and then wait to see what happens with that cap space. Um, I like that they did try and create some cap space. And I did see something today about, 
I don't know if it was, it was David Griffin that said it, but it was it was talking about how teams were looking to bring uh, Kyle Lowry in, and and whether or not um, that's a move that ends up happening, it's good that they they do want to try and bring some more experience in. I like Jonas Valanciunas uh, in terms of a, a player that can, and he doesn't sh- stretch the floor that well, um, and he will need an extension, but I think uh, he's a guy that can come in and help right away defensively. Uh, similar to Stephen Adams in some ways, I mean, probably not as good on the offensive glass, but he is a player that I think can uh, can help the the pals. We're gonna rip right in and 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 talk about the the roster. Um, so, what what are your thoughts on um, Brandon Ingram and and how he how he went last year and how he's progressing overall in the team? Yeah, I love um, love the development Ingram's made since he's come to the Pelicans. Um, I was a bit you know skeptical about him from his Lakers days, worried about you know he's an inefficient mid range scorer kind of thing, but the um the leap he's taken from three, uh, I think that's pretty pretty considerable. Free throw line is like he's a pretty much an elite shooter right now. Um, and then so just playing off of Zion, you know, it's going to open up the floor for him. Um, he doesn't have to create as much on the ball, but when he like has to like as a secondary creator, you know, you got a six nine guy, um, still gets to his spot, rises up. Um, he's been he's going to have to still keep improving that, um, that part of his game, like increasing the uh, efficiency. Um, defensively, I um, haven't been as impressed. Um, I think there's still, you know, a fair way to go um, off ball. Uh, I think he's uh, has a fair few lapses, but um, I think a lot of that does come down to the role he does play on offense. It takes a lot of energy away from him. So I'd love to see um, him just really lock in on defense over the next couple of years and, We'll see what we get with there from there. Yeah, yep, agreed. Yeah, I love, I love Ingram's game, and um, yeah, like his fit next to Zion, and, and think he's a really strong piece moving piece moving forward. Uh, Jackson Hayes is the is the next one on the list. Um, at the time, I wasn't sure about the draft pick. He got a little bit more burn last year, um, but he's still a guy that I feel like I don't know a lot about. Didn't I didn't watch a massive amount of Pelicans last year, but he would show flashes of you know being this great rim runner and sort of block some shots, but then he would have these lapses on both ends. What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, long-term, um, I think he's got like tremendous upside um, as a vertical space. You know, there's been some stuff where, you know, Zion's run pick and rolls, Ingram's cut, uh, sorry, Hayes's cut into the rim. Like you got either of them there as lob threats. Um, and then on like some other stuff he's doing, you know, he's shooting corner threes to, like towards the end of the season. I think in, at the total, you end up getting 14 threes up. I know it's not a lot, but second-year guy that's been a non-shooter. Um, yes. He shot well from free-throw line, 77%. So, yeah, um, with some time, you know, I think he will improve. Um, you know, he's going he's gonna to need to keep learning defensively, but his athletic tools protecting the rim, yeah, it's, it, looks, it looks really positive for him. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, man. Uh, Kira Lewis Jr., uh, as a guy, I honestly didn't see a lot of last year. He he seemed to play a few more minutes when Lonzo had missed a couple of games, or, or Lonzo was not playing as many minutes. Um, what did you see out of Kira last year, and, and do you think he'll have a bigger role this year in the offense? Uh, I think the role for him is just going to depend on who they bring in. Um, I, I'm sure they'd love to get him some more minutes, but right now, like at the guard spot, um, I don't know if they're trying to acquire you know a veteran guard. Um, to at the the point of attack, but 
Um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker is in front of him at the moment. Um, I'm sure they've got plans of playing them both together because he's just he's rapid. Um, he's not, you know, he's not too big, but coming off a screen, he's just constantly putting pressure on the rim um, and showing plenty of uh, pull-up game from deep. So yeah, he looks great. Yeah, that's yeah, that's good, man. I think there's some exciting young guards involved there. Uh, Josh Hart is going to be is he is he restricted this year? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Josh Hart's restricted free agent this year. He's a guy who's uh, like a bit of a glue, a bit of a glue dude. You know, he can he can do some stuff on defense. He's a really great rebounder, strong finisher at the rim, three point shot. You know, he's he's sort of like one of those guys who may never be a great three point shooter, but he can still knock it down. Do you? Do you see the the Pels bring him back this year? I feel like he's got a market, but when the Pels are already you know struggling and they're already getting their salary cap is sort of getting up, um, is he a guy? Do you think that you think they'll bring back? I think they'd love to bring him back. I think it just um, comes down to the price. If someone's going to pay him, you know, around sixteen million or so a year, which I mean, they probably just can't afford to really. Like they've got Lonzo as well. They'll have a decision with him. Um, they're just going to keep looking to add guys. But, yeah, I'm sure they'd love to bring him back. You know, they'd love the hustle, the rebounding. Um, like you said, like, basically, you just summed him up perfectly. He's like streaky shooter, but just as a guy, just you love to have on your team. Yeah, yep, agreed, yeah. And those are the sort of tough decisions this year. What about Lonzo Ball? I loved I loved Lonzo Ball's growth in his, in his last, in, in last season. Um, and obviously, he's going to get big offers. Uh, what are your thoughts overall on on Lonzo? And um, I, I think that the, that they should bring him back. You know, I honestly think that they that they should bring him back. And I know that they feel like they need to win now, but it's still a really young team. Yeah, Lonzo, like um, he's probably the most divisive player. Um, probably just the most divisive NBA player there is. Um, he's got people that you know think he's the next Magic Johnson. He's got people that think. You know, he, he just can't play at all. Like, it's pretty yeah, funny. But, um, yeah, um, you know, I love um, love him as a playmaker in the full court, um, connects up with Zion. Um, the problem they have with him, though, is um, he just doesn't create enough in the half court off the dribble. Um, but then that becomes down, like that comes down to, you know, if you can add another guard next to him that can do that or, you know, you can ask Zion to create as well, then you've got the two guys can do that you've got ingram i mean you don't really need lonzo to create as much um if he just focuses being a three and d guy grabs the ball off defensively pushes the pace um that's a really valuable player it's just whether the pelicans are in a place to pay him that much money as free agency yep yep yeah 100 percent, man and that, that those are the the battles that they're going through uh in terms of the other players at the end of the roster here we 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 sort of talked on Talked on the main guys. Um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker is a guy I saw at, uh, at Summer League a few years ago, and <clears throat> he's a guy, as you said, will clearly get a bit more um, a bit more burn. What can you tell people that don't know a lot about Nikhil? What can you tell people about his game? Yeah, so he's just um, incredibly confident in himself. He will go out there thinking he's the best player on the, on the court. You know, sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's good. Um, you kind of live with that from, you know, it was a second-year player, um, he's, you know, another player that kind of, well, he's a, he's a bit strange as a player, you know, he's got some issues um, creating in the half court just um, from like a physical standpoint. He's not the quickest player, but um, he's got a great handle, 
um, coming off screens and stuff like that. He's great at creating in the half court, um, puts pressure on the rim, very confident shooting the pull-up. Um, if everything comes around with him, you're looking at a great player. It's just about him putting it together, um, become consistent. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty, yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he, he's a nice player, man. The other guys on the roster here are uh, Winyan Gabriel. Winyan didn't play at all last year, but on the year before he, the year before he was on uh, on the Portland Trailblazers, and I really liked his game. Like he was, there were a couple of games where he was knocking threes down, and he guarded Anthony Davis a little bit in the playoffs for the Blazers. And I think he's you know six nine, massive wingspan, and he was a guy who was a legitimate shooter at college. Do you think he still has a place in the NBA? I I love Winyan's game, but he didn't seem to play at all last year. Yeah, I'm not too sure what was up with that. Um, I think maybe there was an injury or something. I'm not sure if you're too familiar with that. But, yeah, he just never got any minutes. Um, he played towards the end of the season, you know, when it was lost. But he's a guy I thought that, you know, you, you know, guarded AD in that playoff series that um, I thought really could have helped us out. But it just never really happened. I don't know if you want to go a bit more yeah. into him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I think he's got a uh, – it looks like he's got um... – a team option for the second year, and at one point seven million, I think that, I think that the Pels, you know, with them struggling for coin, uh, that he could be a guy they bring back. Um, you they do, you always do want to go into the season having a, a big rotation that you know sort of has at least three centers and and maybe a guy that can play a bit of four and five. So I think he's probably a guy that they look to bring back next year. Um, Willie Hernan Gomez is an is another big that's in that is in that same sort of. Uh, realm, but he actually got a bit of burn at the end of the year, which was really great because he was a guy I was higher on earlier in his NBA career. Um, did you like w- Willie and how he went when he was playing in, in New Orleans? Yeah, for an end of the bench guy, I thought Willie was um, pretty impressive when he got got some minutes. He was um, he puts us some impressive stats. Um, you know, you want to see him just continue to develop, um, probably a bit further away from the rim. Like he he was shooting the ball a little bit. You know, he was just showing a bit of everything really. Um, so for an end of the yeah. bench guy, I thought, yeah, pretty, pretty impressive, really. Yeah. Um, that's, that's probably, or oh, we haven't actually touched on Zion. So it's probably, Zion is like, I don't know, man, there's something about that guy. Um, he does things like, it seems like I, I, I log onto Twitter or, and, or maybe I'm on, um, uh, green room and I'm in, and I'm in the spaces room and, People are talking about, you know, how how um, he needs to get conditioned better, or it, he just seems another guy who's quite um, divisive in terms of people are saying that he needs to be this or needs to be that. But when I look at his stats, looked at the way that he played and the games that I saw, and the massive step forward that he took, it seemed like last season every game that he played, he was getting better, finishing around the rim. Um, his defense seemed to. You have to dive a little bit deeper on his defense guide and watch enough games, but his defense seemed to get better. His playmaking was better. Um, he just seemed to get so much better as as the year went on. Man, how how well did Zion do last season? Yeah, he he blew me away. I mean, you know, you drafting Zion, you're expecting a generational talent. But in his second year, he put out what twenty seven points a game. You know, seven rebounds, four assists, kind of like from a second year guy. Um, so about. I'd say about 10, 15 games into the season, um, they basically just started playing him um, as like the the point forward, like the point Zion, um, just letting him initiate offense from the perimeter. And basically since then, his game just kept growing. Um, he's making crazy passes. I mean, he averaged you know, 3.7 assists a game, 
um, which I don't know how you like if you have someone his size driving the rim, you can pass out to open shooters. Um, in a sec, in his second yeah. year, yeah, I just I don't know what to say really. He's... <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, you I said about the defense. Yeah, he's he's still he's, got a fair way to yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 What um with with the team getting really expensive now, we're breaking down on the roster with the team getting really expensive moving forward, uh, what what do you think? What do you feel like they need in the NBA draft or free agency to really to to push this team along? Like, is there a, is there a free agent you've been looking at? Is there someone in the draft you think that they that they should go to? Like, what what do you think the direction of the team is now that you say, hey, look, you've got Valanciunas locked in at the five. We've got Zion at the four and we've got Ingram at the three. I think, I know Nikhil Alexander-Walker is there as well, but those are like the three guys now. What do you think this this team needs moving forward? And is it a certain type of player? Is there someone that you have in mind or is it is it someone in this year's draft? Um, I think with the way that, you know, the media's been reporting on Zion, it's making it sound like they've kind of got to speed things up. You know, he doesn't want to, um, lose forever. So I'm not sure how they're going to go about the draft, if they're going to go for, you know, someone that's, you know, an older who they think can contribute right away or if they will just take a younger guy who's going to be there for a few years and develop. I mean, it does take rookies a while to um, contribute anyway. But um, when you are looking at the roster, so, yeah, the guard spots are the really, um, really the question marks right now. So... You know, if you bring back Monzo, you probably want him to play him at the two. Um, then you want another guard next to him. But then you run into problems with, you know, who are you going to get? Um, you're not going to have all this money. Um, like they have, you know, created a bit more cap space with that trade. So, um, you know, there's been some rumors about Kyle Lowry. I don't really believe them too much. I think he's going to ask for too much money and he's going to go want to go to a like, proper winner. Um but he would actually be the perfect guard. Um, he's the the veteran leader. The you know shoots threes, defends everything. Um, for a young team, a player like him would be perfect. Um, if they can't get him, I'd love to see him go after some um, some of the top shooters. Um, yeah. You know the Duncan Robinsons, Buddy Hields, those type yes. of players. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I agreed, man. And I think that's a that's. Where they're at with their life cycle, uh, the life cycle of the franchise, I think they are in a little bit of a difficult spot. But I'm glad that they cleared money. You know, they're able they're, they're able now to to bring in um, shooters of of that regard. Potentially, it, it, it maybe with another trade or um, yeah, using their um, their draft pick to to bring in a, another guy that can help. Um, Long term, do do you think that? Uh, this is this is a bit of a tougher question for you. Um, do you think that David Griffin and the current front office um, can bring, can they elevate this team to the playoffs? Um, and can the core, even going further than that, can the core of Zion and and Brandon Ingram, can they, is that two guys that you can build around and and really look to to have proper playoff runs and, and deep playoff runs? Yeah. So in the West, you know, it's pretty tough. Um... You know, basically every team in the West wants to try and win, like, you know, except for OKC. But um, 
every team's going to compete. It's going to be tough to make the playoffs, even if you are a good team. Um, you know, um, as far as the core goes, so you've got Zion. I think it's mainly going to revolve around him. Is he going to be, you know, a top five player? If he is, Brandon Ingram, you know, he'll be he'll be fine. Like, you know, you've got Zion. If he gets to a top five player, um, Ingram yeah. next to him, that team's going to compete. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And that, that, yeah, that's a really good point, man. And I, I think when when Zion was drafted, like he was he was picked as a number one pick for a reason. You know, you 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 had those thoughts around his amazing athleticism, his passing. Um, you know, obviously the the shot needs a little bit of work, but considering the the jump that we saw from him in the at the start of this the, the second season to what we saw at the end, I think that you I think you do see a player that has that top five potential. Um, and I also think with a full season of condition, a full off season of conditioning, that what we're going to see from him in his third year, I think I think it'll be pretty great. Uh, and you're right about Ingram as well. Ingram's a guy that can get his own shot. Um, you know, obviously he does have to work on his defense a little bit, but I think he is a really good. I think he's a really good complementary player. Um, I like the fit of. Um, have you been, have you been able to? To dive into Jonas Valanciunas at all, and do you, do you like his fit there at the five? Oh, I haven't uh, dived in too much to him, um, but from what I've seen, like playing with Jar at Memphis, he was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's nice. Yeah, he's he's a, a strong offensive rebounder. Um, I think he brings that extra toughness, and Stephen Adams did have that. Um, you know, Steve had that toughness, but I think the reality is that for um, your lights have just cut off. It's all good. Yeah, man. Sorry, I just had a little blackout there. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're still, pod's still going. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that the the similarities between Jonas Jonas Valanciunas and Steve are there. Um, but I think Valanciunas being able to hit threes, and, and I think because and we we saw him doing this before, even if it's just a couple of threes a game, he's more of a threat out there than than Stephen Adams is, and. And what that gives is that gives more of a um, of driving lanes for Zion because if like with Steve and and you know I, I love Steve and people on this pod will know you know they know that he's he's such a great um, he's such a huge um, dude for New Zealand in terms of New Zealand basketball but people for a while have been saying you know when they're going to break out the three point shot we've seen him working on it this year but Valentunas he's already been shooting NBA threes for a while so that's why I think that. That, that that is a bit of an upgrade. That is a bit of an upgrade for the team there. Um, have you with the draft in a couple of days? That are are there any draft prospects that you've heard that the Pels have their eyes on? Um, there was a few when they were meant to be picking at ten, but since trading back to seventeen, um, I'm not too sure. Um, I know they've had you know heaps of guys in and out, but every every team's had you know. Yep. Six, twelve players in it every day. So, um, yeah, right now though, I don't really have any any feel for it though. Yeah, yeah. Now that's a good. Yeah, I think I think that the the that's when it gets interesting on draft night is um, it is a bit of a crapshoot. And for I think for the teams between who are sort of picking between nine and about any or nine and then into sorry about twenty five, there's probably a range of guys that could go. At any of those at any of those places and and that, I think that makes it interesting for the smaller markets um I think that um it'd be great if they if they were if the Pels were able to bring in some sort of a defensive guy 
um, be it maybe like a defensive three or four. Um, and but I know the guard rotation is pretty packed. So uh, would that be the type of play you'd like them to bring in? Maybe a, a forward that was able to defend? Yeah. Um, someone, you know, defends a three or the four um, next to Ingram Zion because um, they kind of need that person next to them there right now because they have the two of them together, they do disappoint defensively. So if you can get someone there that kind of gets them going a bit defensively, um, yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Hey, we're going to close this this pod out now. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in again to one of our um, one of our team pods. Um, and thank you, Kane, for, for jumping on. It's always cool to, to bring people on from New Zealand and the rest of the world and, uh, and talk about our um, – talk about the Pals. Bit of a shame for New Zealand fans that they have to go and buy fans of Stephen Adams. They're going to have to buy, go and buy another jersey now. Um, someone messaged me the other day and said, I had a Pals jersey, I had a Thunder jersey, and then now I'm going to have to go and get a Grizzlies one. Um, but, yeah, um, it's still exciting that, you know, he's in the league and, and doing these sort of things. Um, we, we can um, Where can people find you on the internet, man, if they want to check out your work? Yeah, so I'm at um, on Twitter at Kane underscore Pernell. Um, I do some stuff with Bourbon Street, Bourbon Street Shots, um, cover the Pelicans. Um, and then also with uh, ID Prospects, um, I cover international prospects, um, you know, Australia, New Zealand, all over the world, everywhere except for North America. Um, players, going, yeah, players going to the NCAA, so yeah, check that out. Awesome. Really, really appreciate you jumping on, Kane, and yeah, you can check him out there and um... – just a reminder to to fans of the pod, please rate and review um, on Apple iTunes. It just just helps us with getting the episode and getting our podcast out there more. So yeah, thanks heaps for coming on, Kane, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you.